This podcast will contain spoilers and may contain swearing. energy episode been around five minutes and and that's is that i bored you or you've been busy in your no time? no busy 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 work 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 oh i know it's a bit of a rush isn't it I'm having, I'm having a look i can't no i had a mini violin around here somewhere <laughs> i can't find it full-size violin yeah is definitely you want a full-size one yeah yeah wow you want it like a cello <laughs> yeah i think i need it well um so sorry about that but hello to everybody this is movie drone i'm steve and i'm mark and uh, yeah, welcome to episode nine. Episode nine, nearly right. double figures. Are we going to have like a party for double figures next week? No, no, I don't think so. A I cake think, I think. with a candle. <laughs> we can have a cake and a candle. If you yeah, like. I think I might. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a bit of a rush next week, so I might not get time to get one in unless you get one in. Okay, I'm not going to get time. All right, I'm, I'm going to get one in. <laughs> okay, I'll sort something out. Yeah, leave it with me. Yeah. So have you yeah. been them? What you've been up to? Um, well, not a lot, considering it's only been about three or four days since yeah, the last only, time. Yeah, five days. Yeah, yeah. But, but no, it's been about, yeah, about four or five days. Yeah, yeah. I've been all right. Yeah. And, yeah, enjoying the good old British weather. I know, it's pissing hard. It is pissing hard. I got soaked just coming around from the, ro- the other side of the road. Oh, bless you. I'm still soaked from a dog walk that I had to do on my own, because yeah, you could be asked. It's not that. I have been rushing around. Yeah. Packing and stuff. Packing. Oh, first world problems, yeah? <laughs> yeah. How have you been anyway? Yeah, well, no, I've been pretty shit, if I'm honest. Like, right. A lot of work. I've seen 3.45 a.m. and p.m. for the last wow. like, 11 days or something stupid. Wow. Um, probably hit tri- triple figures in this shift of hours. Wow. Um, dog just waking everyone up near the, the night. Um, up quite a bit of the night. I'm living the dream. You are my hero. Insomniac's dream. Insomniacs. <laughs> if you're an insomniac, then I'm living your dream. Oh, I could have given you a call this morning. I've been having some really bad nightmares. Yeah, so I, you said. Yeah, I had another one last night. Did you? I did. Four in same, a row. Same. Four nights. No, all different. The same one with all the oiled men? <laughs> no. No? It was, a, it was a poltergeist one last night. Oh, right, okay. Oh, nice. I, I mean, it's similar to the oiled men in that I wake up all hot and sweaty. <laughs> So, yeah, we're on the same lines. Yeah. Enjoying them, though? Yeah, love them. Love must them be the change in weather, like the, the cold weather. Do you think? Yeah, it always does it for me. Or yeah. air-conditioned room, always had a nightmare. Love it. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, it's just unheard of, four in a row. Mm, good. Maybe you should get yourself one of those lucid band, lucid dream bands. Yeah, I'll look it up. They're it on Kickstarter, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, like, uh, I think it just flashes like lights in your eyes for until you go insane. Start thinking. <laughs> Start rocking in bed. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the way it does it. I mean, nice. You think you're having a lucid dream, but actually you are just insane. <laughs> I'm halfway there. Yeah, get one. Yeah, cool. Get one. Um, so thank you very much to everybody. Um, we still had a lot of support. Um, yeah, we had a good sort of couple of days of quick 
downloads, didn't we? This we did, yeah. yeah. It was surreal. Yeah, not not due to Stitcher. Not due to Stitcher. No, no? definitely not. Um, but it was a flurry. It was. Yeah, it was a nice flurry. Yeah, kept getting updated stats. Yeah, people actually, I think, all the way on business and holidays, we keep getting hits. From <laughs> Thank you, Oman. Yeah, whoever's listening in Oman, um, I mean, that come out of nowhere. <laughs> it did. Yeah, yeah. Um, didn't even know where it was. I had to look at the geography map. <laughs> <laughs> Tells me where it is. Oh, um, still in Australia. Like I say, in the States, um, been getting quite a few for the new episodes, which is good. Um, rather than just hereditary and stop, we've been getting a few for the new ones. Um, <laughs> yeah. for punishment. And some uh, some fun feedback on um, the impression slot. Um, went very, down very well this year, yeah. this, uh, this week, sorry. Yeah, we'll sort that out tonight. No, well, it's, uh, we'll see. We're taking it old school tonight, I think. Old school. Yeah. <laughs> see how that one goes. Jesus. Yeah. This might be the first one I just look at you while you're doing it. No, I don't. Yeah? Seriously. Cool, because we can put the outtakes at the end. But, yeah, but the thing is, <laughs> and this sort of, we've only decided what we was going to do like a day or two ago. Yeah, I had a decent it, idea. It's been busy. Yeah. I haven't rehearsed. I haven't got anything going. I'm just going to go for something. Excellent. So, I mean, I think there's some singing involved in my head. Is there? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Um, it's brilliant. not going to be pretty. It's not <laughs> going to be, be good. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go red and I'm a bit worried about it. <laughs> um, okay. So we've got that. That was coming up soon. So, um, yeah. yeah, keep thinking. Um, so, yeah. So thank you very much to um, all the regular viewers. And I believe that you've got some social media thanks. Yeah, all the regular listeners. People have trouble, unless people are watching us. Did I say watching? You said I told I'm so Did I? Yeah. I, was thinking, oh. I just had to check outside like the lounge window. It's a horror comedy thing. I, yeah. Honestly, I'm just not with it. Everything. I went into a shop the other day and I've been buying the same thing for like five years and I've just forgot the name of it. I had to point at it. So you don't know things are happening and when they're happening? No, I don't. Well, that was impression time, so let's <laughs> move straight on. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, oh, no, no, I'm just not with it at the moment. Come on, wake up, wake uh-huh. up, come on. Right, so I'll do the thanks and yes, shout please. Out. Right, so we've got some thanks um, to uh, the Great Movie Draft podcast. Uh, Ryan L. Terry again, who's been active with us and had a couple of listens for us. Um, the Silent K pod and Christian and Damon's Amazing Nerd Show. Also, a quick shout out to Stitcher, although we've not had that many downloads from them they, they've been very helpful customer service wise and helping us out to get us on there yeah it turns um, out that they're, they're very quick replying and helping us out so. uh, yeah yeah semi-quick semi-quick but they obviously do have different time zones yeah of course and it turns out that um if you looked at it on the app um all of the episodes were on there um if you looked at the uh website no. you get the episode list and if you hit the play button at the top you get the newest episode no, that doesn't no. announce it so there wasn't actually anything wrong in the first place Oh, right, so they, they spent a lot of time <laughs> trying to sort out a non-existing problem for us. Yeah, Thank well, you. yeah, I mean, it's sort of not a great interface on the web, but I think okay. the app's pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully, I mean, if you do have a look at listen on Stitcher, we appreciate it. Yeah. Though, if you're listening on this, then you don't need to listen on Stitcher because you're already listening on what you're listening to, unless you're listening on Stitcher. Yeah. God, that's got complicated. So you wake up, we've just done the impression, it's all been done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we get into that. So thank you very much. Um, yeah, so I mean, especially I'd like to say definitely to um, um, Ryan L. Terry. Yeah. Um, I've read a few of his um, 
his blogs now. Yeah. Um, Silence of the Lamb review was pretty good. Um, I like that. And I'm going to get onto the theme park ones while I'm away. It's a bit of viewing. I've got my glasses now. I'll be able to see the words. Yeah, certainly in-depth reviews. Yeah, certainly um, in-depth, yeah. Just gives another sort of media outlet, really. Yeah. Whereas if, you, if you're not into listening to podcasts... Having a read of someone's blog. Yeah, we've got a few uh, questions from him, which hopefully we'll have. A, I've, I've got loads of loads of time, loads mm. of time just to sit, contemplate, contemplate, work it all out. Cool. Yeah. Well, I expect full energy on the next episode. Yeah. Full energy, jumping up and down on the sofas. You might get it. Might yeah. Get it. Yeah. We we'll see. Cool. Sweet. We we'll see. So yeah, thank you very much, everyone. Um, moving swiftly on again, as we say, because yeah. I do like to get to this part. Yes. Um. Set the tone. <laughs> um, so for, because we didn't have much time, um, I was thinking and trying to, to think of something for Mark so that we didn't have to piece together um, any characters that we were given. So I got thinking, um, I've heard a couple, Mark do a couple of impressions um, that I thought <laughs> might go down well, um, that no one else has heard. Uh, and For good uh, reason. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, we'll see. Um, and due to the uh, release and probably, I mean, not great reviews of the Happy Time Murders um, around, I thought that it would be nice if Mark um, took us back to the old school um, and gave us a little skit with um, two or three of the original Muppets. Yeah, terrific. Um, That was nice of you to think, wasn't it? I just thought just take take away the negativity of the Happy Time Murders, um, yeah, and, and, and basically give us give us some old school characters mm. um so personally i'm looking forward to this one mm. um i mean i guarantee what you hear next sounds a nothing like the muppets and b isn't the first go because i think we're gonna have a few a few bits of eye contact <laughs> a few bits of giggling laughing we'll probably come back with like tears streaming down our faces it's not gonna be good i, I, I don't even know where it's going I'm just going to make something. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, think. Try and think the same. I mean, not too short and sweet. Like, try and drag it out a little bit. Terrific. You know what I mean? Get yeah. a few characters in there and yeah. uh, and just take away the negativity of the happy time and just bring us back to our childhoods when we loved and adored the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll have a go. Okay. Something right. like that. Okay. Without further ado, <coughs> um, taking us back to our childhood and all those happy memories. This is. <laughs> Mark's movie impression. Take 12. No. <laughs> Kermie. Hello, dear. Kermie, what are you doing? I'm looking at my rubber ducky, dear. It's my rubber ducky. You're the one. Rubber ducky, so much fun. Rubber ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. Put that rubber duck down. Where is the chef? I'm fucking starving. The Verski 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 There you go. That's, <laughs> that's got to be long enough, hasn't it? I, don't, I didn't even get my hand <laughs> in, but, you know. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Nailed it first time in. Oh, dearie oh. me. How amazing. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't was even that, get my high yarn That close to losing it, I think. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I tried. I, I, I had to try. Just try and hold that one in. I think that's been the first time that I've nearly, nearly lost it. Uh, now can we stop brilliant. this awful charade? <laughs> it's great. It's really good. It was really good. Really? 
Yeah. yeah, really good. It was. It was good. <laughs> it was good. Well, thank you very much again, Mark. Round of applause there. Yeah. Um, taking us all back to our childhood with the swearing and that from <laughs> <laughs> Miss Piggy. <laughs> so much better oh dearie me brilliant i don't know if anyone else thought i mean i just see myself back in the net in the 1980s there um yeah amazing amazing thank you very much no worries anytime thank you very much yeah, yeah. i'll take it you want to move on now yeah let's move on very okay. quick while the blood rushes away <laughs> from my head okay so uh yeah the next segment uh, we do have a question this week don't we we do so the next segment is question, question time, time. Still don't know, mate. No, I'm sure. <laughs> still laughing. I've, I've it, even I've, I've tacked. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Uh, amazing. Well, are you going to rate that one? Bottom or top? What? That one. I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, I think, I think the, definitely the, the Christmas gift of all the impressions on, on one, uh-huh. on one downloadable cast right. um, is, uh, is just going to be amazing. Right. It really is. You're I mean, going to edit that though, and you? I haven't got to do them all in one. No, no, no. I'll so. edit it all. Yeah, I'll edit it all. It's a... Uh, the only thing is, obviously, how many weeks have we got till Christmas? I mean, there's quite a few, and it? so mm. there's at least another 16 or so to get through. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we need about another 32 characters to think, oh, yeah, okay, well, we can do it. Yeah. We can do it. <laughs> okay, um, so you have the question. I do. Um, this question from Miles um, comes from Twitter, and he has asked, who do you think are actors who haven't lived up to their initial promise? And Miles suggests Morgan Freeman. He said he might get lynched for it, but he said he had an amazing start, but now all he does is old git comedies, <laughs> to quote him, which is difficult to argue with. I know, it's difficult to argue with. I mean, I was surprised when Miles first sent that through and said Morgan Freeman, and I, I had it for a day or so, um, and I, uh, first of all, I just dismissed it and just thought, must be mad. And then I had to look at Morgan Freeman's <laughs> filmography. Yeah, and he's right. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, a lot of it is sort of things... Um, like the action films, um, you know, like Some of All Fears and stuff like that, that sort of style of film. Obviously, you remember him in Shawshank, but um, uh, which was there. And he's probably sort of got a point. I mean, he's in a fair bit, and he's, but he's good in, in, in all of them. I think yeah, he's fairly oh, yeah, solid, he's, he's but nothing, nothing stand out. Yeah, I mean, he's had the couple of roles in uh, Batman. Yeah, but again, like I say... But part roles, but not actually yeah. big serious roles. I mean, seven... For me, is my favourite one. Yeah, yeah, there. sure. But I mean, a career spanning that long, you thought there might be a few more, mm. maybe like that. So, um, yeah, Miles. I mean, fair play, fair play. Um, totally caught me off off guard when I when I looked at the discography. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I I found this one a little um bit difficult. I think a lot of it was to maybe there, there's there was a couple that spring to mind straight away, and and they sort of. Um, got it. I mean, it's, it's sort of younger ones, really. So ones that sort of started off fairly solid. Um, I've sort of got three. Yeah, I've got three too. Have you? Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. 
Um, the first one for me was um, Haley Joel Osment mm. um, from The Sixth Sense. Um, and I think that that, I mean, for me was a, a really, really solid, um, really solid part that he played. Um, played it so well. And I think um, if he'd certainly carried that on or, or done a lot more, he, he could have been a very, very good actor to be that good that young um and i was surprised i mean didn't really do much after that um, no. um so yeah so that was my first one nice fair one fair one okay i like it good um <laughs> my first one would be <laughs> now mine's actually and we've done this as a homework and that's kate hudson okay if you go to her early film sort of almost famous yeah and then you fast forward and you're going into like Bride Wars and stuff like that. Right, not seen. Um, put on homework. It's just that sort of, I can see why she's gone into them. She's gone into that sort of thing, almost double act with Matthew McConaughey on a certain f- yeah. few films. They're probably easy roles, they probably pay well. But I thought she could have done a few more standout films. Yeah. Okay. I thought I thought the talent was there, but... yeah. I mean, obviously, it's a fairly difficult question. I mean, you, you you probably would have to look for everyone's filmography. So, mm. again, I've just gone for some people who, who spring to mind. Uh, another one of or my next one um, is one that everybody says was a wasted talent. But I just felt that it was worth saying. Um, it was It's Edward Furlong, okay. um, who obviously done The Terminator. And a lot of people did think that he um, wasted his um, talent. Um, and I think I have to agree. Um, I think he certainly could have been uh, probably in that that sort of child or younger actor role. Um, I think he he certainly could have done more. Um, okay. A bit of a waste that one for me. Yeah. Okay, I know we're going to disagree on my one. Right. You're going to try and defend him, and okay. I think he's indefendable. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> do you do you contact Jill and, and ask her about what would wind me up more? <laughs> Do <laughs> should have done, shouldn't I? No, you I mean, do. Hates him. Absolutely hates him. I don't, I don't hate. I, if I go back to some of his first or earlier movies, I really liked him. Okay. Um, so what are we talking? I mean, I think The Wicker Man ruined it for me. Okay. But so I've got. I mean, for for my. I mean, uh, I mean, raising Arizona for me. I mean, leaving Las Vegas. I think he got an Oscar nomination yeah. for that. I mean, then we've got <clears throat> Con Air. Yeah. Um, Face Off. I mean, and then we go for like Bad Ghost, Lieutenant, Ghost Rider, one of my and stuff favorite like. films. I mean, National Treasure was an embarrassment. Do you think? I, I do. thought it was general, and fairly good. No, I actually no. watched it the other day. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just no, a general. Just, um, I, quite, I quite f- liked him in Gone in sixty seconds. I was okay, so there's I'm, another one. That's I'm sort good. of marmite with him. Okay. Of, I think his earlier film, but I'd, a waste of a waste of the talent. A waste yeah. of what 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 he what he could have done. Yeah, I think he's almost become a joke actor. Okay. I think the Wicker Man did him no favours. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think rather than becoming a, a credible actor now, I think people just look at him and just roll their eyes and think, Jesus. Mm. I, I genuinely, if, if a big blockbuster film come out now, I think he'd have trouble putting bums on seats for okay. a proper performance. Yeah, he, I'm sure he could deliver it. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's sort of been wasted a little bit. Okay. Yeah, personally. Okay, no, it's but, personal opinion. Yeah, personal yeah. opinion. I think he's. I, I mean, personally, the, I think he's done enough. That's the other one's going to be above solid. He's yeah. more controversial. Is yeah, because I've really gone quite controversial. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so my last one. Um, 
and it was it's basically me thinking about um an actor that we mentioned um in the wild episode um it's emil hirsch yes um that's a great shout thanks mate um into the wild i just thought it was just excellent in and then i've looked at his discography and just thought for someone who can uh, i quite enjoyed him in the girl next door yes okay. i thought he was did a reasonable but yeah no i yeah, I think he. I think I think he. He certainly could have delivered more. Yeah, well, and whether or not, I mean, we've got to remember that some of these just take the odd role and that, and just keep, and they don't want to be. I mean, yeah. I haven't really looked into their private lives as such. No. Um, well, this is this is where on my next one's going to be really controversial. Okay, and I've got my own theory, right behind it. Um, and my final one is Robert De Niro. Right. who is now starring alongside Zac Efron in some embarrassing grandpa film. He's doing, on a similar vein to Morgan Freeman, right. you go back into his early films and you, I've got nothing but total respect. And then I come through and oh, it's, this is meet the fuckers thing. And I just, it saddens me to watch him. Is Do you think though that it's just a, uh, a consequence of age? I, where well, where yeah. now you're 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 basically ticking along and taking well, these my, my things theory and, and do you not think that his front end catalogue is oh of course yeah yeah is good enough yeah but I mean my so, theory so didn't, is didn't achieve his potential yeah I, I suppose you set the bar that high and then you sort of become expectant don't you yeah um, and whether that's bad on my part it's like a a band and it they bring out this big album and they bring out a couple of big albums and then you just think 40 years down the line they're bringing out these albums that I think everyone's really buying listening yeah. Paul McCartney brings out an average album now and you think ah oh, it's alright it's good enough he I was but yeah <clears throat> it's, he was in the Beatles he was great he yeah. was once uh, I've got, I've got I have a theory with him him personally that he was a method actor right and I mean we're discussing um homework taxi driver and apparently he drove like cabs for like three or six months before he did that just to get in a character. Mm -hmm. That must tie, it must be hard work to do those films. Mm, so sure. if someone's just coming up to you and going, look, we'll give you a couple of meals to act to Pratt. And he knows the directors, he knows the cast and he knows it's easy, enjoyable film. Then why wouldn't you? I mean, I suppose I, I suppose I might agree with you if the question was name the actors who have just sat on their laurels and taken the paychecks, but I'm not so sure that I agree with you about not achieving his potential. Yeah, well, I suppose he reached his early potential, yeah. but he could be playing some. You, your potential is always there. You don't lose your potential, do you? No. Okay. Um. I always think with the with your talent. I mean, you look at David Beckham. He played for the best team, and he will probably still always try to play for the best team he can play for. I don't believe Robert De Niro is trying to do the best films he can still do. No, I mean, but David Beckham went to LA Galaxy and played the best football he could play. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if Robert De Niro's made enough money, he could be doing some of these Blue Mouse ones, the lower budget ones, and still be delivering impressive performances instead of standing next to Zac Efron 
<laughs> embarrassing. I, I, I don't I think, get me wrong. I, I think, think it's an embarrassment. Yeah, personally. don't get me wrong. I mean, um, is it Dirty Grandpa? Was mm. it um, yeah. Dirty Grandpa? Yeah, I mean, certainly wasn't a great career choice. I mean, but he's in. He's back in with. Um, he's back in with uh, Scorsese, isn't he, on the Netflix yeah. film The Americans? I think coming back. So. Um, I, I think, think, it just I think it's similar to Morgan Freeman. The talent's there and the stuff is there. It's just whether they choose to do and what they choose to do with it. Mm. Okay, fair shout. But fair shout. Yeah. There you go. Controversial well, as always. Well, no, I think you've won that with Emil Hirsch. Do you I think? Spoke, yeah, I was gutted I didn't think of him. Really? Hmm. Oh. Yeah, I think you might have won I, I mean, mine's not controversial. I mean, you could put other... other Child actors down. I mean, Macaulay Culkin. That's what I'm going to say. Even Macaulay Culkin probably could yeah. have done a quite a few. Um, uh, I mean, films there was the there. young girl with Matilda. She was everywhere, wasn't she? Yeah. Um, the one who was in Andre. She turned up in Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. I suppose just because you're good at something when you're young. I suppose you take that break. You go to school. They still install this. You will get your education. Yeah. If you've made your money when you're young and you can actually do something with your life you enjoy you might take drugs yeah well the thing is Come you get pushy parents and they go you do want to be an actress yeah. you do Yeah. and you think actually no I've got a few mil in the bank I don't yeah so well, like I say I went down that that um, that path um, with mine just to basically lead to Emil Hirsch I think so um, yeah, I just thought that, that oh, was I just thought of another one as well yeah. am I allowed to add it or not I don't know is it someone like Julia Roberts or no. someone like that <laughs> you know I mean? Corey Feldman Okay. Other reasons, yeah, and quite understandable reasons when you actually listen to what he's saying. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he he was in so many films when he was young, mm. um, and now he's a bit damaged. Yeah, I just think it would have been nice to see certainly Emil Hirsch. Um, yeah, no, I agree. And Haley Joel Osment, like I say, to be that good a kid kid actor, um, I'd like to have seen him in a bit more. There you go. Okay, Miles. Um, I hope that we've um, talked about that long enough. Yeah, I quite enjoyed that one actually. Yeah, yeah. You just enjoy being mildly controversial. That's my whole life, mate. Mildly yeah. controversial. controversial. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Thank you very much, go Miles. Um, yeah. We've got some questions um, lined up. I think yeah, for next week. Up, but, but please, yeah. yeah, if you've got any. Um, but seeing as I might be in a good mood when I come back from holiday, we might even extend the question time. Wow. We've got all day Saturday. We have. We've yeah. got a movie drone day. Jill's already told me that she's probably going to be sick of the sight of me, so the sooner I can get out of the house on the Saturday. So we're going for a fry out? Oh, we maybe could, yeah. Yeah, go for breakfast. Yeah, it depends. We could actually do an episode where we produce it. What do you mean? Well, well <laughs> we actually put a bit of structure into it. We sort it all out. We know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of them ones. That's <laughs> a bit alien. Yeah, a bit weird. <laughs> I, I like it. Yeah. Right, okay. Um, so moving on yeah. um, to the main review. Um, we didn't really have any sort of issue at cinema this week. No. It's really annoying. A bit dull. It was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just normal. You know, went in, watched a film, came out. Yeah. Not too much of a late night. No. Not really anything happened. No. So, sorry about that. No yeah. real story. I hope it proves we don't make them up. These <laughs> yeah, are real stories. Yeah, we done. Yeah. Um, Let's hope that we do have one uh, next week. Yeah, I th- actually, I think I might have dropped a bit of popcorn. Oh, really? Yeah, terrible. Okay. Yeah. Have you still got that popcorn? Under in, my seat. Under in your my seat. Car, car, you left yeah, in there. 
Well, that'd be nice and no, stale. No, I had it validated, didn't I? So someone they probably kept that at the. Did they? <laughs> yeah. oh, everyone should let us know what they're feeling of stale or stale popcorn. So much, much better. Tell you what, I'm going to give you a pack to take away with you. Do you know I said to you about buttered popcorn? Yeah. The microwave stuff. I bought it. Uh, Amazing. Okay. Is it though? It is. I'll give you a pack to take away. Eat it's, some it's, if you don't like it. Throw it away. Okay. Because we because when we go to the states, we have we have popcorn. Obviously, we mm. always try and go to a couple of cin- a couple of films. So when we've been to Florida, um, Hollywood, been to Man's Chinese Theatre, as yeah. I said, um, and we always have popcorn, and, and there they've got like um, butter dispensers that yeah. you dispense butter over. Yeah. Um, not really my thing, got to no. be honest. Yeah, very greasy. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, this is not, obviously not entirely me. I was um, really happy with it. Really? Really. So I'll give you a pack of tape with you. Okay. No worries. Yeah. No worries. That's on you me, you yeah. definitely need to go to America and try like... I do need to go to well yeah. when we're doing our when we're doing our podcast tour, tour of the states with the podcast, yeah. staying with all the people that staying are, with all the people yeah. that are volunteering as rooms. Yeah, we're yeah off. better hide. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, what a shock that they would get when we turned up. <laughs> <laughs> we were in like a bed by nine and that. Um, okay, so on to the film. Um, we went to see Upgrade. We Have you got the numbers, my friend? I do. So 2018's upgrade is one hour and 40 minutes long it's currently seen at 7.6 out of 10 on imdb um, a three to five million dollar budget and so far has grossed 12.5 million um, synopsis is set in the near future technology controls nearly all aspects of life but when gray a self-identified technophobe has his world turned upside down, his only hope for revenge is an experimental computer implant called STEM. As a quadriplegic, it must be frustrating for you, someone who likes to get things done with their hands. Here's the thing. Four guys murdered my wife. If I could find these men, I'd do it. What if I told you I could offer you something that would enable you to walk again? I call it STEM. A computer chip that has the potential to change everything. It's a new, better brain. I am STEM. The system operating your body for you. There you go. So that was, it's a Blumhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Logan Marshall Green... Melanie Vallejo, Betty Gabriel, Harrison Gilbertson, Benedict Hardy, and the voice of Simon Maiden. Um, as, uh, well, I won't say it yet. The computer. The com- STEM. Oh, ruined it. Well, I've just said up, computer implant oh. called STEM. Have you? I wasn't it was listening. all in the synopsis. <laughs> I was asleep. <laughs> I was pretty much asleep. You've done a little power nap. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was pretty much up. asleep. Pretty much asleep. Um, okay, so yeah. What did you think, mate? We are going to disagree. Are we? Yeah, we are. Okay. I well, loved it. So, Well, how do you know we're going to disagree? Because I just looked at it thinking Steve ain't going to like oh. it. <laughs> well, it's Blumhouse. Yeah. Blumhouse. I'm still, we're still knocking on Blumhouse's door, aren't yeah. we? And, and I, we wanted to see that this one this week instead of searching. I didn't want to see this one. No, you, well, no, you didn't. I did because yeah. I am still trying to see how Bloom, how I think Bloomhouse is going to do Halloween. Yeah. Um, still looking forward to Halloween. Can't wait for Halloween. New poster came out. Did Yay, you see it? Halloween. Did you see the new poster? It's looks good. Looking forward to that. Mm. Um, so I wanted to see it. You didn't. Yeah. Go for it. An unexpected joy. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> 
I'm not going to put it in a classic territory, but I really enjoyed it. It actually grabbed me. I didn't think it was that original, the actual pretense of the story. Um, but I like the premise. I like it. It seemed almost familiar. Yeah, I mean, I think it helps. So set in uh, future futuristic, uh, so automated cars and stuff, mm. and then um, the main character Grey Trace. Um, Played by Logan Marshall Green, um, it's more like a technophobe sort of thing. Doesn't doesn't have a, doesn't he does up old cars and yeah. stuff and doesn't embrace modern I mean, technology. Yeah, every, everything is like the cars drive themselves, and yeah. he's still doing manual cars. Yeah, yeah. Called. So he's doing like Mustang, Mustangs yeah. or whatever yeah. and stuff, and and doing them up for what you would say with collectors, rich collectors. Um, I liked that. Yeah, certainly like that. Um, the fact that someone was sort of bucking the system. I. All power to technophobes, mate. All power to technophobes. <laughs> but then, um, yeah, but then some stuff happens to him. Yeah, well, we have a, a bit of a tragedy in his life. Yeah. Um, they end up in one of these cars, a little bit of a warning, don't ever buy a computerised car. Um, so that crashes, his missus... Well, and yeah, I mean, she doesn't die in a crash. Um, well, no. They go into a bad, bad part of town. The yeah. car drives itself into a bad part of town. Well, it's sort it? of, I suppose it's dystopian world, really, isn't it? Yeah, so you've got the slums still. Um, yeah. So the car it goes down there on its own, crashes, nasty people come out, yeah. shoot her, and then I don't know what it was they do. They, they stun him or whatever, yeah. like an electric pulsing. Yeah. Um, doesn't kill him, but leaves him. Yeah. He's basically paraplegic, yeah. Um, and then gets offered by one of his one of his wealthy clients, who he's doing these cars for, um, the chance to walk and move and do everything again by trialing a chip called STEM. Yeah. Um, which I didn't think was totally original, but kind of works. Well, I think it does work. I mean, obviously, um, obviously. Um, we find out soon after that Stem can talk to him, and he's the only person that can hear And he him. sounds like either Knight Rider <laughs> slash Flight the Navigator. <laughs> okay. Is this just why you liked it so much? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it had a bit of familiarity. That's why I say it okay. sort of had that thing, and I was like, oh, I like this. Right. I like the way it sort of communicates. I mean, we can hear all the communication from the chip. Yep. Just sort of... In a weird, because well, I suppose we're listening from in his head. It's it's a weird way mm-hmm. to it's talking to him. You think, hang on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I quite I like that bit of yeah. it. Um, and it was calm and collected. There was no. I mean, it's a computer, so it's not going to show emotion. But there was some. I mean, there was some pretty brutal scenes in this film. Yeah, I mean, and I like that. Yeah, I mean, it, it's. I think the film came into its own. So stem. Um, uh, talks to him and then Stem has the ability to take over his body if mm. he gives him with his permission. Yeah, yeah, with his permission. So then we get some fight scenes, um, which you're right, are brutal. Um, I think they probably still could have gone a bit further and I would have been happy with that. Yeah. Um, but the fight scenes themselves, where he is basically just seems to not know what's going on, he's keeping his head still and his body is doing all the movement as though. And I thought that was really, really well shot. It and looked he, like he had almost, no he, control over it. Yeah, himself. and he's talking, saying, like, almost what's going on, yeah, what are yeah, you doing? Yeah, and but his body while someone's stabbing people and, and throwing them around <laughs> um, whilst Dem's doing that. Actually, yeah. the basis of one of my nightmares was so it? That, that film actually gave me a nightmare. Oh, really? Yeah, maybe you've got Stem. Well, 
So he's not talking to me yet. <laughs> you want to watch yourself? <laughs> what was that? Like? That was, that was my cry. That's, <laughs> was that's me doing that. That wasn't STEM. In case you're confused. <laughs> maybe we do. When you do the impressions, maybe we do like um live, and you can like do some interpretive oh. dance or something. Like yeah. Doing it, yeah. Okay. Um, but um, yeah. But yeah, they. I mean, there was some jaws being pulled from heads. Yeah. There was a lot of stabbing going on. Yeah. It was pretty. I mean, the, the story obviously. Uh, it. I mean, the story tries to progress. I don't think there's much really in the story. Um, I mean, we find out a bit at the end um, mm. that sort of explains a bit. I mean, we have got the other the other people who are um, who have been implanted with stuff. So we have got Fisk, which mm. I thought Fisk was quite a good mm. um, uh, villain. Yeah, um, Benedict Hardy. I yeah. thought he was quite good, and he's got his henchmen. So they've all got um, augmented reality, and they've all got different sort of things that they can do. They've all got guns implanted into their, their yeah, arms. Yeah, I didn't like that bit. Right, okay. I didn't, I thought, I mean, yeah, they're loading up their arms. Yeah. I didn't think it was necessary. Okay. Um, I thought it would, I like the idea of the chip, Yeah. and that can control your movements and your brain. Yeah. But I don't know why they needed to go almost towards robotics. By yeah, per- well, I think it was, they were military, weren't they? So they're basically yeah. military experiments. But if you can move that quickly, ones. you can fire a gun, you can load a gun. I, I would have been more impressed if they had had guns hidden yeah. and they could shoot them really quick and load them really quick. So you don't want an arm gun then? I don't want an arm gun. How about a machine gun leg? You can't twist leg? an arm gun around your finger. How about a machine gun leg like they have no. in Planet Terror? No, I want to, sit, I want to twist my gun no around my finger. No machine gun leg? No. No. Boring. Yeah, sorry, mate. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, I I enjoyed that bit, um, uh, or most of the violence, um, and uh, yeah, and then I didn't quite. I mean, it looks like he's going to get shut down. Um, Harrison Gilbertson plays Eron, the person, the rich person who basically puts them into him, yeah. gave him this second chance. Um, it looks like he's trying to shut him down remotely, um, and uh, stem basically tells him to go to a hacker, so he goes to a hacker. Um, I thought it was quite funny, the virtual reality people that have yeah. been in there for days. Yeah, that was brilliant, actually. Yeah, so people, the idea that people have been in virtual reality worlds for days without sleep or whatever, they're just yeah, like Yeah, I can't think what, what he said. It was like a weird... Was it like when he was a kid, you used to or you want to get away from it, yeah. but now people want to go into virtual reality for a bit of normality? Yeah, yeah. Like he said, you want to actually go outside. Yeah. But now people want to come in and go, which with the world they're living in, yeah, um, it's sort of understandable. And they, I mean, it's quite funny. Yeah, it's pretty grimy, I suppose that that part of the world. Um, I mean, the places that they sort of lived, um, the houses that Logan Marshall Green lived, um, I thought they were pretty pretty nice. Um, yeah, and then obviously we've got uh, well, we've got Betty Gabriel, so we've got Cortez, the policewoman, um, yeah, trying to solve the case, and then realizing that there's something going fishy. Yeah. Um, so there's that sub story that that she's she's trying to catch up with him, but obviously he's paraplegic. So how could he be doing anything? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, this, I mean, I'm not sure if it needed this, that, that sub story. Really, I don't think it really added anything. Not considering the ending. No, no, I, t- I tend to agree, but then I suppose it adds that bit of extra pressure onto the storyline, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, um. Yeah. So. What else did you like? Um, what else did I like? I liked the fact that it's predicting, potentially predicting the future. Yeah. It's basically saying embrace 
there's a message in there that as we and we're heading that way it, it wasn't unbelievable where they were um the cars driving themselves everything is done on screen everything is done by voice control similar to where i live <laughs> well, i can turn my lights on and off just by asking it and you can yeah um and it's not stupid to think it continue progressing um, and he does say it's like set in the near future, so it, it didn't aim ridiculously high on the technology. No, not really. Not really. I mean, obviously the guns and the arms, stupid idea. Yeah. Um, well, how do you know? How do you know? How do you know what the military are doing? How, how do you know? I I would suggest that that might be a little bit further down the line, but you could be correct. <laughs> I mean, God knows what you can get on the dark web these days. <laughs> So, getting to the end. Yeah, this is the bit I don't know. I genuinely don't know if I like the ending. Right, okay. I, I, I almost sighed and walked out. Right. When it got to the ending, I was like, nah, I ain't fucking having this. Right. And it was all a dream. That's no, one of them shit. No, I know, but then it twisted back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it went in and I was thinking, oh, off or we having one of these <laughs> it was all a dream you're all right mate ghost um, stories all yeah. over again spoiler but it was almost like um like total recall yeah where it's implanted this in his mind and his body is just now a vessel for stem yeah so it turns out that stem basically was controlling eron um so eron had um gray turned into a paraplegic yeah. So that he could actually, because he knew him, so that he. he but yeah, he invented the in. technology, and then the technology actually overthrew him. Yeah, and uh, that basically it turns out that Stem wanted to be human. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, so we get a Cortez. Basically, yeah. she's gone at yeah, the end, which is why I'm not quite sure. She turned out as pointless as she <laughs> probably was during the film. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I actually did enjoy, it. I know the dream bit where it, obviously where it looks like it is, has yeah. been a dream and it turns out that Stem's put Grey into his subliminal conscious where he can live out a happy life with his dead wife. Yeah. Which, um, which then it turned back around and I was like, ah, yeah. okay. Yeah. That was like a double twist. Yeah, it was, yeah. It's actually, um, I didn't mind the end, yeah. I thought that was, uh, that was quite a good yeah. idea. But yeah, I'd, I'd nearly had a paddy wet. I nearly threw my popcorn down, got up and walked out and was like, I ain't having this. <laughs> and then um, still... <laughs> yeah, I ain't sitting here for an hour and a half of all of that. And then, oh, it's just a dream. I know, they can't oh, do no. another one. God, never again. Yeah, exactly. sit through Maribo, though, with the schizophrenic bloody ending that's been done a million times. You enjoyed that? All right. Just saying. Yeah, all right. But this, this was blatant, just all happy, happy times. And then that one was, then it's twisted back. And I was like, yeah, no, I'll have that. Yeah. So I want to watch it again. Okay. I mean, it ends with obviously Stem taking Grey's body and yeah. entering the world. Yeah. I, I, overall, I liked it. I'd watch it again. I'd buy it. Um, not going to queue up on the day it comes out, but <laughs> when it comes into the free for 20 quid or it comes into <laughs> CX or something like that, I'll definitely have it and I'll definitely watch it again. Yeah. I mean, I, I certainly enjoyed, I mean, I did enjoy the setting. I'd love the fighting. Still thought it could be a bit more violent. I mean, when he was beating that bloke um, <laughs> around the head, I wanted to see all of those hits. I just yeah. didn't want to see his mushed face afterwards. I actually wanted to see him like in Mother, where they're like beating the crap out of her and you actually yeah. see every hit. So I think it could have gone a bit further. 
Certainly a slight return to form, I think, for Blumhouse. Certainly looking good for Halloween. I mean, again, I'm not a movie maker, but I think that's a lot of film for five mi- or three to five million. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think good. that's a lot of films. The fight sequences where he's not in control were, uh, were the best. You know what yeah. I mean? No, I mean, he has, I he has the, the fight with Fisk, which is really good because you've got both of them have, have got chips. It almost went a little bit Matrix. It did, yeah. yeah. Um, and then he actually, a Stem actually had to, because uh, Fisk was uh, far superior than, than Grey, uh, Stem asked Grey to take over with an idea yeah. to help him out. So just go to show that men are probably better. Machines. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I'm going to stay the technophobe I am, yeah. mate. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, well, let's hope you don't never ever need STEM then. Oh. I thought it would be quite cool. To <clears throat> oh, yeah, I like the yeah. idea of it. That voice um, in your head. Who said that? <laughs> so, I mean, I've, yeah, I mean, I haven't got a lot more to say about it. No. It's not got a great deal of depth. I mean, I think we've pretty much discussed what we like about it and... And yeah. what we didn't, there's not really anything deep and meaningful to go no, into, which I think we needed. it's not an Oscar-winning script, is it? It's just a getting... It's almost like it was an action film, but it did have a bit of dynamic to it. It did have its highs and lows, yeah. which is why I enjoyed it so much, I think. Okay. Right, what you got then? 72. Okay. Right. I'm being quite specific. Oh, yeah. 72. Okay. Um, I've got 70. Okay. Oh, I was convinced was, as I was even was sitting there watching it I was just thinking I was looking over at you thinking I'm not sure he's buying this yeah no I enjoyed it okay. I enjoyed it I, I just enjoyed turning my brain off for a bit and not really having to worry about too much story um, looking forward to the next fight sequence that I knew was coming up yeah um, and yeah I, I, I did quite enjoy just switching you off for a bit you had your poker face on then yeah I was probably asleep. Probably down <laughs> yeah. in Ralph it. Um but no, I yeah, I, I thought it was okay, mate. Yeah, I mean I'd say I'd probably uh probably watch it again as you yeah. say. Yeah. It was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Okay, have you watched anything else? I have. Have you? Obviously not. Have you prepared this week? Well prepared. <laughs> I haven't watched obviously it's only been a few days, so I've had to do homeworks, so I've had to do cinema trips. Um so I caught Rise of the Foot Soldiers again, which I haven't seen. First one. First one. Okay. Um, Have which, you seen, uh, is it Rise of the Foot Soldiers 3? Pat Tate story. No. Something <laughs> <laughs> tells me about that giggle that I'm not. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, watch it if you get a chance. Um, yeah, but yeah, that and the other ones. I've actually been listening to more podcasts this week. Have you? Yeah, I've been doing, trying to follow from you, really. Okay. Um, I ended up on. Uh, I wouldn't call it. Pornhub. <laughs> no, I wouldn't call it a higher end podcast because you know essentially it's all just sitting in a room chatting shit. Um, but couple of Scroobius Pip ones. Um, definitely recommend them. Distraction Pieces podcast. Um, I think you should try one. Maybe particular. Well, listen to a Professor Green one today. Right. Um. He's an intelligent guy. Probably. He really is. Um, I definitely recommend giving that a look. After, obviously, listening to episode nine of Movie Drone. Well, you've got this far, so you might as well carry on listening. I'm not sure I'm going to listen to episode nine of Movie no. Drone. Only when I edit it. That's yeah, that's enough fine. For me. Well, once you get to that point, then stick over and give it okay. a go. I might do while I'm away. Yeah, I definitely would okay. recommend it. What about you? 
I only watched a couple of bits, mate. I've been really busy. As so. you reel off, what, seven or eight No, films? no, no. Literally just a couple. It's right. National Treasure, as I said. Fucking <laughs> okay, hell. No. All the way through? Huh? Or just like a ten-minute clip while you was... No, quite, pretty much all of it. I missed the first little bit. All right. Okay. Um, and then I watched um, a film called Braven, which is Jason Momoa <laughs> as a logger um, right. going up against some drug dealers. Um, yeah, it's not not great. No. Um, no, but I sat through that. I actually put it on um, when I actually did get a bit of downtime, so I did get home a bit early the other did day, and I was going to go to sleep, and I couldn't. Huh? Did you watch it all the way through? Yes. What made you sit there and watch? I mean, this, I had this conversation um, about why I think homework has been good for me. Right. Because there's been a few where you've set them. I've got 20, 30 minutes in, and I thought, oh, I'll turn this shit off. <laughs> And then I get to the end and I think, oh, that was hard work. And then it turns out I really did enjoy it. Yeah. But if I weren't watching them for homework, the probability is I'd have thought, oh, I'll stick something else on. I've lost interest or it hasn't grabbed me. So what makes you still sitting there knowing it's a crap film? Well, I mean, it's one of those where it, there's action in it. So yeah. there's fight sequences and stuff. It, it's It's been done a million times before. He's not the greatest actor. Um it, I, it was one of those that I put on expecting to fall asleep because mm-hmm. I was absolutely knackered. And I've got to be honest on this one, it was probably just the fact that I think I was too tired to actually go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's for me, I if it's a film like this, it, it's it got no real story. I don't really have to concentrate. But then you get a few fight sequences. You might get some good ones. There's good bow and arrow stuff in this. Yeah. It was set in the mountains. There's good snowmobile stuff. Yeah. So just silly little bits that just cool. got me. And I just thought, oh, I'll wait till the end of this episode, this this sequence. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, there was a bit at the end that was quite cool where he was trying to push someone on a bear trap. And um, the bloke noticed. And then you sort of thought they'd lost that. But he actually then put his own foot in the bear trap and jumped over the the side of the mountain um, and basically hung there with his foot in a bear trap and the other bloke fell to his death. It's quite a good ending. So I'm glad that I stayed awake for it, but it weren't great. I mean, it's like a 40. 40. 40. I mean, it's just just one of those. Um, I don't don't really know why I stayed. I mean, yeah, but I mean, you you can watch sort of five or six a week and say they was all pretty average. I generally, I don't know, IMDb tends to be a bit of my Bible. Mm. And perhaps that's been to my detriment from other films. Yeah, I, I think it's. I mean, I think it's just. I mean, every film generally has its moments, um, and I just. You just never know when the next one's around the corner, mm. um, and I quite happily. And also, I am at the point where it's probably taken me an hour to find something to watch <laughs> yeah. because there's so much. Yeah. So when I find something to watch. If I stop watching it, it could very well take me another hour to find something yeah. else. You've already so got I've an just, hour invested yeah, into it. Yeah, well, I have. I mean, it takes me a long time. I go through Amazon Prime, Netflix, the Blu-rays, Sky. Um, and, and yeah, so once I've chosen one, um, I sort of feel like I'm pot committed, like a poker. Okay. Um, that I'm pot committed into it. So that's yeah. why I sit through it. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's just because, yeah, just because I can't choose, basically, is the oh. answer to that. Um so there you go, upgrade. Uh, another one that would probably uh, cinema job, or maybe wait for it to to, to come out. Um, if if you want a popcorn movie, you want something that's a bit violent, silly story. Um, I think if I had a two for one ticket, yeah. or if you had a cheaper cinema, I'd definitely go Sitting and watch ball. it. 
Yeah, sitting bourne cinema, nice or like say Meerkat weekends or whatever they're called, Meerkat week tickets. No one in I don't or know if anyone is, in America knows what you're talking one about. One of these unlimited tickets. One, <laughs> one of these unlimited cards. Yeah. Something like that. Definitely. Yeah. I wouldn't say rush to go and see it, but I don't think you'd be let down. No. Okay. Good. Um right. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> um so yeah, this is uh, our our next segment where we try and um where we try and give each other films um, to watch um, so we can discuss them. Hopefully people are watching some of them. I do know some people are still trying to, to go. And I'm, I'm hoping that people have gone to see Black Klansman yeah. from last week. Um, I'm probably going to ask about it, I think, and just find out if anyone's going. There's a few people, I think, who, who would like it. That yeah, well, I might as well work for the film this week, so I've been telling people to go. Have you? Yeah, just been going around telling po- random people. Okay. Have you seen it? No, go. What, in your local Ku Klux Klan group? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll put it up on the notice board. <laughs> um, right. So, the, yeah, this is uh, our last segment. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only for today. Ah. I mean, uh, yeah, we're back next week. Hey. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is, this is Homework. Ring <laughs> You did say, I mean, do you want me to, I'll dig the clip out if no. you want me. You said you're going to put it as your ringtone. No, I, I totally, but I keep telling you about my phone. It took me 25 minutes to get it on charge last night. <laughs> did it? it did. It's behaved all last week and then it's heard me say on the podcast, it's, in, it's like STEM, it's heard me say, oh, it's behaving. It's going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it go? me. yeah. <laughs> right, I've forgotten the order again. No, me first. Okay. You slag it, and then we'll move on to the next one. Okay. Right. So, 1999 film, The Virgin Suicide, 7.2 on IMDb, an hour and 37 minutes, 6 million budget, lost half a million <laughs> on the gross figure, uh, and it's a group of male friends become obsessed with five mysterious sisters who are sheltered by their strict religious parents in suburban Detroit in the mid-70s, starring James Woods, Kirsten Dunst, Kathleen Turner, Danny DeVito, and Josh Hartnett. Slate me. Did it really lose money? Yeah. Did it? Yeah. Oh. That only that much. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Right. Uh, this this was not one for me. No? No. no I'm not shocked. No? No. Um, and it's not anything to do with the DVD quality. Right. Looks all right. Do you yeah. know what I mean? On the DVD. Um, it's... Yeah, it. Oh, I don't really know what to say about it. I don't really know if I've got many positives at all. Um, well, this is good actually because I had a look. I'd, I'd worried about this film, and I thought seven point two on IMDb that ain't a bad score. No, it's good. Um, so I and you have the user reviews, and they seem to go from one to tens. Yeah, a lot of there's it does very though, little middle ground. No. Um, and it seemed a real Marmite movie. Yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, I um, straight out the gate, I didn't get, I didn't really relate to the kids like I do in other movies. Like, mm-hmm. if you've got The Goonies, Stand By Me, and I know they're different films, yeah. but the group of kids, okay. I really didn't. What, the girls or the boys? The boys. Okay. So I didn't really relate to them, and I thought that if you related to them, 
you were more you would buy in more to their in, their infatuation with the girls and, okay. and and what they were doing and 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 for me they 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 didn't seem like they would they were. Uh, do you think they could have taken a bit more time building that story in, or do you just well, think I've, they weren't actually yeah that I, good of actors? Or? I I mean I've got I've got as as one of mine that is there's no real character building in it. Right. Okay. So you get thrown into it and you've got the lads and they introduce the girls, and there's sort of like five lads or so, yeah. five girls. You've got no real time to character build hardly any of them. So yeah. I know that later on they focus on Kirsten Dunst's character as sort yeah. of bring her out of the group. Um, and, but, and then, but they have to introduce a, a boy to basically do that. So there's no real depth of characters or anyone bought out of that group of boys. So they're okay. just there for, uh, for that. And, and like I say, I, I don't think they, there was any real time to build the character. I'm not just saying the kids. I'm saying that the, the mother and father, um, much of her back as to why they were, why they were like they were. And it was obviously all done on narrative. So there was someone narrating um, uh, most of it, just saying, oh, they kept him in school, whatever. Mm. Um, and I didn't get really get into that. So I wasn't really involved with the family enough to, to really care. And then when, I mean, obviously it happens when Josh Hartnett comes along and sort of like the girl. I know that they're strict parents, mm -hmm. I understand that. But then, obviously, when that happens with Kirsten Dunst um, uh, breaking the curfew or whatever, um, and then they're kept in the house, there wasn't really any filmmaking about what was going on in the house. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, there must have been far more friction. You heard a couple of times where Kirsten Dunst was saying, um, uh, I, I'm sucking the life out of me or whatever. Yeah, and they or, tried I mean, to get her to throw the records away. Yeah, but I just think that there, there wasn't really anything that they didn't really show what was going there must have been a lot more friction there wasn't any build-up to the to the end bit for yeah. me that it the, the end bit just sort of like came out of because but do you not think that's part of the fact that the girls were kept that repressed that they was taught not to question maybe and if they did argue then perhaps the ending wouldn't have happened because they had perhaps they'd had the soul sucked out of them so much and that repressing maybe that actually it was why they ambled towards doing what they did Possibly, but I did not find that to be good, a good story or filmmaking for okay. me because yeah. um, it just seemed like it was going from one time period to another without real any explanation about what was going on inside there or whatever. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it just seemed to be like everyone else was on the outside of that the, the house or like they kept all the kids and all to school. They weren't allowed to go to school or whatever, but... Um, that also kept me outside as well, mm. outside of the story. It's all about when the youngest one kills herself first, takes a little jump, impales yeah. herself. Yeah. The fact that the parents don't learn from that and it actually probably gets worse for the girls. Yeah, again, to the point that she did that, all that I knew about that girl and really what was going on in the house is came from the narrator. Mm. So it was just narrated. There wasn't really any... No emotional attachment to the character No, itself. not even to the, the the girl that did that. I mean, she was there and they sort of right out of the, out the gate. It said she tried to kill herself because her, her family was strict or whatever. And then um, obviously they got her back and, and then she did do it. Um, I found, I don't know, I found the... I found the... It just... When they was all crying on the doorstep and all that, it just just didn't even seem real to me, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, and and then 
again, they, they didn't really character build any of them after that for me to give a shit what happened in the end. Okay. Um, that I, I mean, you sort of, I mean, I didn't quite see the end coming like that. I, I'm not quite sure that, that it, because I don't know exactly what was going in that house. I know mm. that they were repressed. They weren't allowed to do a lot, but for me, it would have just been easier to run away. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There was an option of just running away from your family, but they didn't explain to me. There was no nothing telling me or showing me why that wasn't an option, why they had to go to the extremity of all having this suicide pact or whatever at the end, um, which they sort of skimmed over at the end as well. You didn't really see it. You saw someone hanging, then you saw someone laying on the floor and all that. And then the narrator actually told you again. So again, there wasn't really any visual, mm-hmm. visual things for me. Um, there was, I mean, I enjoyed some bits. Um, I thought Josh Hartnett was funny. I loved his haircut. Um, but, um, but yeah, even that scene, there wasn't even, I mean, when he, he left her on the field and then he did, he just said, Oh, I don't know why I did. I just, I just thought it was, it just didn't really, I mean, why would you just get up and walk? He just left her. Did you think if, I mean, this is an hour and 37 minutes. If they would have made this a two-hour film and spent a bit, do you think they could have improved the film a lot if they would have expanded on that? Or do you think well, the actual premise of it was flawed to well, start I, with? Well, I mean, I, I think that certain bits are flawed because, like I say, I know that as a child, um, if if my mum or whatever said you ain't going out or something like that, you'd always talk about running away, do you know what I mean? Mm. I mean, you probably yeah, you probably could have cut some bits out and actually given us some more about what the friction that was in the house that drove them to that extremity um, because you didn't get any of it you didn't get any of it and I suppose as you say if they were if they were that oppressed but I can't imagine that the the girls that I saw in school mm-hmm. and at the dance and all that could have gone from that to that oppressed without discussing the fact they all run away together mm. do you know what I mean mm. it just went from it just came out of nowhere but not in a way that I thought was plausible, okay. if I'm honest. Um, yeah, you wasn't really given any time. I mean, um, uh, Kirsten Dunst was okay. I thought no. certainly she was. She was. She was okay. Um, like I say, I didn't particularly like um, Kathleen Turner, and I just didn't get chance to for them to explain it all. Okay. No backstory on the parents or anything like that yeah. as to to what we've gone. Um, just the narrator. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry. That's fair points. Didn't get it. It's fine. I don't get a seven point two on IMDb. I've got to be honest. Right. Is it Sophia Coppola? The yeah, I mean, there seems to be a, quite a few comments about her directing that says you either love her films or you hate her films. She's definitely got her own style. I, I can't see what I mean. For me, what why, I mean, why it was that just. It just seemed to skim from one bit to the other. I, mean, there was I no read real two comments on top of each other, and one was typical Sophia Coppola film. I've just spent the last two hours asleep, never wasting my time again. <laughs> and then one saying typical Sophia Coppola film, utterly amazing, breathtaking scenes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Two totally, and it, that's what I said, I've just written that. It just seems like she's Marmite or. This film particularly is Marmite. Yeah. Because uh, there doesn't seem to be a lot of middle ground. What did you like about it, though? Um, I saw this a long, long time ago. Okay. And honestly, I remember liking it more than I do now. Right. 
Um, I bought it back probably a couple of months back. One of them where I was just like, right, got some time to sit down and watch Drunk. the films. I'll revisit it. Um, and yeah, I remember it being better. I do, I do, I quite liked, I mean, some of the scenes on it, almost the sepia that they'd used and some of the bit I enjoyed. I thought the story was pretty good. Listening to your opinion, you're probably right about the build-up of the characters. I think out of the gate, if I had connected with the young lads yeah. and seen it from their point of view, maybe maybe it would have been different, but... Um, I I really didn't. I mean, they they tried to bring in that young lad that was from New Mexico, or whatever it was. Who was the first one to wear sunglasses and stuff. Yeah. But um, so yeah, I mean, there's a couple of little bits like that that sort of just try. But again, it was all done on narration, so it wasn't. It would it, you would just being told that this lad was doing this. I mean, maybe it would have been different if they'd actually interacted and stuff, and yeah. and and you got more about the uh, the lads rather than using the narrator. Um, so. Uh, and that that sort of done it for me because then I would notice every time that I wasn't connecting with any of the characters and no. that, that I didn't really, didn't really yeah, think. Thank you so. for ruining that film for Sorry, me. Sorry, no. That's fine. Sorry, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> I say it's actually, it it's a better debate than some of the others we've had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I mean, is, yeah, it's good. It's good. I mean, I'd sit through that, but it was good. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, as as I say, I mean, there's certain certain characters and that that I liked and things like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a twenty-five for me. Wow. Fucking Jesus. Yeah. That it was a struggle. Brutal. It was a struggle to get through. I've got Shit to be honest. Me. Yeah. That's I did not connect with it in any way. Definitely Marmite. Yeah. I okay, didn't. I mean, I, w- I mean, now I know people giving it one. I'd only I been mid sixties. Okay. Yeah. No, um, I, d- I, d- I didn't connect on any any level whatsoever. I, right. I've got to be honest. I was, I was fairly happy when that one finished. Blimey. Sorry, mate. That's fine. But there you go. Yeah, Could are. have been a masterpiece. Could I probably won't be searching out any of Sophia Coppola's films. I, I might have seen some. Yeah. I might have seen some. I'll have to have a look. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll have to have a look. So there we go. Um, on. on to uh, yours. Yours, mine. Mine, yours. Mine, yours. Yeah, mine, yours. We've got 1976, 1.9 million um, uh, budget. 28.3 million at the box office made a fair bit back um starring robert de niro jodie foster a young jodie foster 12 years old yeah albert brooks harvey Cottel, leonard harris peter ball sybil shepherd um and the synopsis suffering from insomnia disturbed loner travis bickle robert de niro takes a job as a new york city cabbie haunting the streets nightly growing increasingly detached from reality as he dreams of cleaning up the filthy city when Travis meets pretty campaign worker Betsy, he becomes obsessed with the idea of saving the world, first plotting to assassinate a presidential candidate, then directing his attentions towards rescuing 12-year-old prostitute Iris. Um, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. So what did you think of Taxi Driver? Felt long, mate. It felt really long. <laughs> Hour and 54. I don't think... This film has aged particularly well. Right. Um, it was another one I thought was a bit hard work to watch. Another one where my view of it has improved over the last couple of days. Um, I hated the score. Right. I thought De Niro is a good enough actor in it 
without the need for such a heavy score set in the scene. I mean, I suppose we're talking. Uh, I mean, we're talking seventies sort of yeah. scores and that. I mean, they were sort of like porno score. Yeah, well, they was yeah. He was, he was just too... I knew he was angry. I didn't need the moody score to go with it. Yeah, I mean, I think they've come a long way now, haven't they? So, yeah. I mean, we, we have those sorts of scores in a lot of the, the old 70s films. He I mean, was just... It was heavy. It wasn't subtle. I just thought it was almost detracting from what he was up to. I mean, reading about it, he did a lot of preparation for this. Um, quite some interesting stories I read about it is this was filmed after he got his Oscar. Godfather 2 um, and they thought he was going to ask for a rise and they was just going to sort of scrap or they wanted to scrap the film um, but because he stuck on they carried on with it um, so if before then he had done the method acting he had done the taxi driving and bits I'm not sure he needed to <laughs> <laughs> it seems a waste of a few months if I'm honest but well um, I mean I I think um for me, uh, the, the standout. I mean, the, I think the city for me is is a character in itself. In this. Yeah, I think that the way that it shows it as being grimy and bleak and horrible, it, it becomes. And I think if if we're saying that he was driving around, it, it probably um, it probably just driving in in out to get to get used to that sort of um, parts of the city and mm. stuff like that. I can see that mm. um, to try and take it all in because there's obviously a, a a lot more to New York then. I mean, it is it is pretty, pretty dark. Yeah. The parts of the city that they go. Um, but yeah, um, I had to take a double take at Harvey Keitel. Right. I was like, that really him? Oh, you think? Hang on a minute. So I had to take. Um, I thought Jodie Foster was alright for twelve year old. I don't know if this was a debut film. What her acting? Acting debut. Um, at twelve. Yeah. Um, I thought she was fine. I mean, it was. She might have done Freaky Friday before then. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Probably um, not one. But, but I mean, so is it Sybil? Sybil Shepherd. I don't. I don't know why her character was in the film. Well, I think you don't know why she was in there. Why? Um, I think a to show that um, uh, trap. So obviously, he's an insomniac, depressed insomniac, can't yeah. sleep, takes up taxi oh, yeah. driving. <laughs> well, that's all you need to do then. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> depressed insomniac, you just need yeah. to get yourself a car. And I, th- I think that I think that Sybil Shepherd's character was in there to basically show how detached from society Travis Bickle was. Mm. So obviously, he's in there, and and then he meets Sybil Shepherd. And one of the standout moments for me was when he takes her out for the date. Yeah. And he takes her to the porn film. Yeah. And he doesn't have a clue that that is not something that society no, does. No, I like that bit, but I don't know why she decided to go out with him in the first place because he was quite unsettling. Well, I mean, we all, I mean, we all have, have attractions um, to people. Yeah, I mean, no, opposites I, attract. I, I, I did like, like that. that bit when they're sitting there, and he's got no idea what he's, he's got done no, wrong. But I don't think that you would, you would. I don't think that there was any real. I mean. Parts of the film show his angry side, and that parts of his film show that, that sort of bit. But to show how lost he is yeah. and how he doesn't understand society, I think you need him to do something that should be normal that yeah. he makes a complete hash of and shows that he hasn't got a clue. And that's why I think that you needed Sybil Shepherd. Obviously, then it's also the tie in to the presidential candidate, yeah. which he obviously goes to, to, to assassinate in the end. Badly. 
Yeah, I mean, pretty bad. Worse, I mean, he gets worse caught. Worse assassination attempt. Yeah, ever. I mean, obviously he gets seen. Yeah, it yeah. weren't. I mean, it weren't even subtle. No, for me, he's just angry, um, and um, uh, he doesn't really know what he's doing. I mean, I, lo- I love the gun scene. I love when he went gun shopping, and yeah. he's having a look at him, and he's like, "How much for all of them?" <laughs> um, I don't know why he was trying to build random things to shoot them out of his trout. <laughs> I didn't quite get that. Because he's going to assassinate a president, yeah, well, a presidential you candidate. Just pick your gun up and shoot him. Yeah, it's not so easy. It's sort of overcomplicated. Well, apparently it's not easy at all because <laughs> you just make a twatty yourself when you turn up. Um, yeah, I mean, worst assassination attempt ever. In I'm my sure. opinion. I, yeah, I mean, but um, then again, it, that was the whole point, though, wasn't it? Because then that drives him to um, to the brothel. But where... then, what if that's the whole point? Why was he so? insistent on wanting to assassinate the guy because when he went to do it it was so half-assed he didn't really have a lot of passion to do it it was almost like he didn't actually want to do you think he was battling with himself did he actually want to do it i think he's battling with quite a lot of things yeah, yeah. i mean he, he's, he's i don't think he really knows any i mean for me he doesn't particularly know what what's going on no, um, i mean he's still and, and i think the only reason that um, I mean, we see the the, the gunfight uh, where he kills the the mafia man and yeah. the bouncer and the pimp, um, and then I mean, they could take a lot of bullets, can they? Yeah, he was. Part, I love the bit where he shot the hand. Yeah, oh, that's good. That was good. It came into conflict with the MPAA, um, and it wasn't going to get a um, an R rating. So um, Scorsese had to desaturate the color to get an oh. R rating. Okay. Even then. Um, so yeah, he does that, and then uh, for me, what I'm saying is the reason that I think that he doesn't know what he's doing. He's so lost, and um, he's got those two. He's got Sybil Shepherd that um, uh, is one of the reasons uh, that that he he wants to sort himself out, and then he obviously wants to save Iris as well, um, because what he does when he's injured, obviously, he goes back and he's going to kill himself and had run out of bullets. Yeah. So that goes to me to show that he didn't really know what was going on. Um, yeah. I mean, and then, he pumped a lot of bullets into him, and there was a lot of. That was a reasonably good scene. Yeah. I quite enjoyed the whole thing. And then, like you say, he fails to kill himself, runs out of bullets and just gives up and just sort of lays there and he's yeah. like, what, sailor V? Yeah. Um, and then he comes out the hero and then you've got that thing in your head actually trying to work out if they're trying to perceive him as a hero or a villain for the whole film. Well, I think that's the point. I mean, he he is he is a lost villain. He's mm. he's someone that, that doesn't have a purpose, and he's trying to find a purpose. So so he decides that his purpose is Sybil Shepherd wants to be with her, and then she obviously rebuffs him. And then his purpose then trying to save Iris, and then his purpose he wants to kill a kill yeah. a presidential. I mean, um, you get candidate. to the end, and I almost get. To, I mean, you get the letter from Iris's dad, thanking him for saving his daughter. And I get the feeling they're trying to sort of warm you to him at the end. And he's almost sorted himself out. He's back driving cabs. And I didn't feel that emotion watching it. But then did you notice the moment, obviously, Sybil Shepherd gets in the cab. But I think I was reasonably angry by that point. Because the fucking score (laughs) was just... I can't say I noticed it this time round as much, to be honest. Do you know, it's similar to what you say with the narrative in Virgin Suicides once it's pissed you off it's pissed you off and you just think it was just constant over the top over if I had a little mixing 
terrible. Could you bought it there? Mm. It might have worked at a lower volume. Well, I think, I mean, I've been watching a few more 60s, 70s films and stuff like The Sting and mm. The Warriors and things, and they've all got that. I think I might be a little bit more desensitised. Yeah, perhaps to we, that, perhaps that we are just at that high level now because the last few films we've gone and seen, we've remarked how good the score Yeah, are. yeah. Um, perhaps it's a different art form now than it was then. Yeah, I think so. Um, and I, I, I just felt that it detracted from the story, it detracted from De Niro's performance. Obviously, a lot of people disagree with me because it's an 8.3 on IMDb. Yeah. What did you think about the um, after Sybil Shepherd was in his cab and he's driving off and then he looks in his rearview mirror and starts to get angry about something? Yeah, it's that... I suppose he's almost playing... Is he trying to prove something to her? I don't know. I think he's, he's all right that she sort of missed out because he he just sort of says, "Oh, no charge." Yeah, but I then after that, and he's driving off. Yeah, I and just, he looks in his rearview mirror, and there's and something starts to make him angry again, and it finishes. Yeah, um, is he actually better? Or no, is he of course he's not. He's, he's a psychopath. <laughs> he's clearly a psychopath. Um, he, he's he's going to do something else, isn't he? Yeah. I'm sure. Um, sure. I mean, it, it's nice that they've gone, oh, that's the end, and no one's tried to bring Taxi Driver 2 and carry it on. Mm. Well, maybe um, that's what that's what, maybe yeah. that's what he's coming I mean, back they for, could have seeing as you mean, think that he hasn't fulfilled his potential. <laughs> Get him back. Yeah, see if they can ruin a film for him again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, th- I think, similarly, they could change the film to suit me. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if, if they could sort that score out, it would stress me out less. What? It was just too much. It was too loud. It just ground on me so much. Okay. 55. Okay. <laughs> Don't really know what to George say about George that. Didn't like no, he didn't, no. Um, yeah. Um, might improve on... It, it's not a film that I'm never watching that again. No. Um, it might improve on a second watch. Okay. Um, it might have been affected by my mood at the time. I don't know. I just, it just irritated me. It was long and irritating. It just felt long. <laughs> it sounds like you was having a bad day. It, it, just, it just felt long <laughs> with the score. And I was just like, right, this is too much. Okay. 55 then for Taxi Driver. Yeah. I don't know. No. What would you have given it just have interest? My what would I have yeah, given it? Yeah, bearing in mind it's sitting at an 83 on IMDb. I am probably um, around about 77, okay. 78. Oh, so you're up towards Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. I, I don't... Listen, I, I don't think it... Certainly don't think it's the greatest film. I I love the... I love the setting. I think that that's what done it for me. And the fact that he just... He, I, I would have disliked that sort of thing as well. Do you know what I mean? That... that, that and it, it just the griminess of it and that it just yeah. It, yeah that that was that was the bit that sort of dragged me in and then i just okay. i actually loved his character i just thought take notes of the porn film and not you know what i mean not being asleep and just seems like he was gently going yeah, mad yeah, i've not got an issue with the character no I, I thought he was a good character i thought he was a good performance so you put 45 points off because you didn't like the score but that that made me not enjoy the whole film okay which for me is, a, if it had been a bad character or a bad scene, okay. But that that runs through the whole of the fucking film, okay. And I was just climbing the walls by the end of it, just thinking, Jesus, okay. Subtlety, 
please. <laughs> they didn't do it in the seventies and stuff like no, that. But that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I might just give you seventies films now. Now I know it pisses you off, just to to it's all right. grind you down. Okay, all right. There you go. Yeah. Twenty-five yeah, for Virgin I, I, I apologise, but fifty-five for Taxi Driver. Yeah, oh, I, I know I'm a heathen. Okay, um, on to next week then. Yeah, yeah. Um, am I going first? Yeah. Okay. Right. Finally, um, I'm going to get round to giving you this one. It's one of my uh, favourites. Um, it's from 1999. Um, it had a, a budget of 12 million and made two million. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it actually, I'm going. I'm going to before I tell you who's in it. I'm actually yeah. going to tell you who done the music. Okay. Michael Nyman. Yeah. Damon Alburn. Right, okay. Right. Yeah. Intrigued? Yeah, okay. very. So, uh, directed by Antonia Bird, 100 minutes. Yeah. All right for you? I like that. Um, okay, starring Guy Pearce, Robert Carlyle, Jeremy Davis, Jeffrey Jones, John Spencer, Neil MacDonald and David Arquette. Yeah. No? Know what it is? I'll read the synopsis. Go on. Upon receiving reports of missing persons at Fort Spencer, a remote army outpost on the western frontier, Captain John Boyd investigates. After arriving at his new post, Boyd and his regiment aid a wounded frontiersman, F.W. Colgurn, who recounts a horrifying tale of a wagon train murdered by its supposed guide, a vicious U.S. Army colonel gone rogue. Fearing the worst, the regiment heads out into the wilderness to verify Colgurn's gruesome claims. And this is 1999's ravenous i've got this on my amazon account haven't i okay this better be good because you have built this thing up i love this film really yeah i do i'm not i'm not even sure if you're going to like it okay but what i will say is if you did not like the score on taxi driver yeah i think you're going to quite like this one okay all right yeah okay I, I honestly do. I, I, okay. I actually forgot that the music was done by Damon Auburn until I'd done yeah. my research. Was it sitting on IMDb? Ah, an ask a question there, didn't you? Yeah. Um, it's not going to be a lot, if I'm truly honest. It's not going to be. Um, so, I, mean, I just find it for It you. only lost 10 million. Uh, oh, 7 out of 10, IMDb. 45% okay. Rotten Tomatoes. It only lost 10 million, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a travesty. Okay. It's a travesty. But again, it probably falls into one of the lines of the films that might not have got made if that, that member when we started, yeah, yeah, when yeah. we done that. Um, yeah. For me, I love it. I okay. absolutely love it. Um, and and uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, it's, it's, I do care whether you like it. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to cry if you cuss it off. But I think you're going to probably have to give me some reasonably good reasons. One of them I don't think will be the score. Probably be the acting and the, the, the story and stuff more than yeah. that, but I think you like the score. Okay, that's good. All right. Yeah, um, yeah so I'm, I'm really pleased. Okay. Really looking forward. I'm looking forward to watching it again while I'm away. Oh, okay. Um, so on Amazon. Interesting one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, this is good. Good. You're going to hate this. Christ, it can't it's, get much worse. It's a drama. <laughs> well, you know, we've had discussions. We're going to sort some shit out, but this is... So it's a nice drama. This was an accidental film for me. Right. But you need to find some emotion. Oh, God, it's not going to happen. You need to find a little bit of emotion. Right. And do you remember me telling you, we were talking about a film and... 
I said this contained an actress that I actively dislike. And actually, I watched it. And she you said that way. about Reese Witherspoon. No, I love Reese Witherspoon. I thought you said that. No, you, you said, said you, you don't like her. her. Oh, I lose no. track of all the actresses that. No, um, but this sits at eight out of ten on IMDb. Okay, this is a good film. <laughs> <laughs> One hour forty-two minutes. Okay, not too bad. Two thousand and twelve film. Right. Starring Paul Rudd. Okay. And Emma Watson. <laughs> there we go. And it is an introvert freshman is taken under the wing of two seniors who welcome him to the real world. And this is the perks of being a wallflower. <laughs> okay. Much, is it indie? Is it like an indie film? Yeah. Okay. It, well, um, it's a much better film than I thought it was going to be. Okay. I'm not adverse to an indie film. Right, I do find some of them. I say it's indie. You're going to probably go. Yeah, no, I mean, I, like, I, what, I mean, I watched. Uh, I suppose I don't know if you can call it indie, but the Florida Project, like I said before, oh. and there was American Honey. I think yeah. they sort of come along the same lines as those sort of. I'm a bit nervous. Things. It's not now, but we'll okay. soon find out. Uh, it's I mean, it sort of sounds it. It's it, it's the dramas like the big Hollywood ones that I just will not get on with. I don't think. I don't know. Quite into quirky film if it's quirky. Um, I wouldn't call it quirky. Oh, God. Just watch it and we'll find out. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I, I, it was a better film than I thought it was going to be. Okay. I sat and watched it and I was like, actually, I really like this. Okay. Um, I did recommend it to someone who turned it off in the first 20 minutes. Right. But I think you've got to get to the end of the story. Oh, I've got to. Yeah, you've got, got to watch it. it. That's you've the got thing. to go There's past that point, yeah. There's um, a difference. And I really enjoyed it. I think it's a good film. Okay. Well, I think Ravenous is a good film, yeah. but I mean... And like I say, Emma Watson, not a fan. But... That's Hermione. It's a minor. Um, huh? That's Hermione, yeah? Yeah, it's a minor issue. Oh, okay. In the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's Hermione? Harry Potter, isn't it? If you say so, mate. I have to, I've been... To, I've got dragged to all of them. I've never seen a Harry Potter film, mate. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Oh, okay, actually, I'll write that down. Yeah, never seen a Harry Potter <laughs> film. I don't, I don't particularly like them. I mean, they're, they're all right just watching oh, on a yeah. Saturday. Um, but yeah, it's got her in. She was fine in it. Okay. Um, actually almost come around to liking her by the end of it. Mm. But give it a go. I am going to give it a go. I have got many an hour yeah. in the next in the next week or so, 11 days okay. to I sit and watch. Potentially got two interesting debates there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm actually looking forward to watching Ravenous again. Okay. I'm so glad that I gave it to you. It puts a lot of pressure on me. Not really. No? Not really. You know, you've got, I mean, I suppose, I suppose it's difficult. I mean, you would have to come up, well, it's not the greatest of films. There's Mm. just something about Ravenous that resonates with me, probably like your wallflower thing. Mm. Um well, I'm basically and, the wallflower, and it's one of those. I'm not. I'm not taking any of these to heart. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, didn't like District Nine. Um, if you don't like, I just yeah, I'm not going to cry That's at fine. your film or mine. I thought I was very <laughs> fair with District Nine. Yeah, fairly. Yeah, 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 fairly better than better than I thought. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah. Ultimately, as long as they generate a reasonable debate, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Sailor V, isn't it? Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, right, next week. So, uh, yeah. 
so basically revolving our lives around you. We are, yeah. So I'm back Friday. Um, Saturday, you're, I'm all yours. Movie drone day. Movie drone day, Yay. yeah. So, I, so yeah, I mean, we, we discussed um, doing it. So whether or not we record and we do homework first or we do the front end of the show, then go and see the film yeah. and then come back and do the film and homework to keep it in the same thing. Yeah, it's up to you. It doesn't matter. Well, we'll see what happens see what time we can get to the cinema yeah we need a show in time so that's what we're going to do we're going to record a bit of the show get to the point where we we're going to try and time it so we get to the point uh where we're going to do the main film review mm. we're going to stop we're going to go to the film and then we're going to come immediately from the film and record the, the main review yeah it, i'm excited but it worries me at the same time does it well i'm a thinker on films <laughs> So come another day, I can totally I don't think you need to think a lot about the film that you've chosen for us to go and see. Don't be a hater. I'm not. What film have you chosen to us to go and see? I've chosen the next film in, I suppose, yeah, it's definitely associated in the in the Conjuring franchise, um, which includes Annabelle and uh, the two Conjuring films, and it's The Nun. And it's based on The Nun from Conjuring 2, which is the demon of Valak. Okay. Um, and I think it's the origin or set around the origin of the creation or demonization of the nun with okay. the demon Valak. Well, I love a horror film. It, this I, is going to be jump scare central. Oh, yeah, I know. Tired. Not mm. just, not me. I mean, the whole thing. What, with just the jump scares? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I love a horror film. Yeah. Um, I have not really seen a good, um, like, demon film and stuff like that. Okay. Probably since Drag Me to Hell. Okay. Um, so I, I like am, Drag Me to Hell. Huh? I like Drag Me yeah, to I Hell. Yeah, I do, yeah. So that, that's probably the last one. I've, I've watched, um, I've watched. what did you say, the Hen, Enfield Hauntings or whatever it was? The end, yeah, yeah, yeah Conjuring, the Conjuring ones, yeah. Did you not uh, like that one? Not really. Okay. No. So um, we'll give it a go. You'll be um, glad to know then they're making another one off of that. Are they? Okay. Yeah, they're doing, um, who's the big spindly man that come out of the the totem? I don't know, uh, mate. I, I, I don't like them. Well, you watched it. Yeah, but it's it's, it's forgettable. It's not the, same the Slender as, Man. It was, it was for me okay. as forgettable as all the other ones. So okay. All of the, all of the other ones. Pretty much the same. Comes, goes. Doesn't stick in the mind, so I couldn't no, honestly tell. I really you. enjoyed Conjuring too. I know you did. That's why we're going to see the nun. Yeah, we are. Uh-huh. But then, in fairness, you've taken me to a couple recently, and I didn't want to go to them. So this is your turning point, mate. Yep. This is where you get into your nineties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're going to do that. Um, hopefully, um, some people will be interested in that film as well as you. For the review, um, do you want to tell people how they can get in contact with us? Yeah, um, so they can reach us on Twitter, which is at movie underscore drone. Um, email us at movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. Um, as we mentioned, we're now available on Stitcher, Podbean, Pocket Cast, iTunes. I think that's that is, yeah, Google Play Music, uh, not available in our country at the moment. Ah, uh, I know. I mean, we're on quite a few that platforms, that probably would have been a good one. I mean, <laughs> Perhaps we should be getting some a nice little another influx. Perhaps mm. a few people are subscribing now. So subscribe. Yeah. Leave us some reviews. They yeah. help. Right. Okay. Um, so till next week then. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to see you after tonight. Are you? 
Well, you'll see me tomorrow. Well, not really, not for long. Oh, result. Huh? Happy days. You're not gutted. What are you going to do? Get on with my life. Are you feeding my fish? Yeah. I'm okay. going to pop in, feed your fish, rifle okay. through your underwear drawer. <laughs> I'll leave them out for you, mate. I don't <laughs> mind. <laughs> I'll put some pictures on Twitter of me standing there in all your underwear. <laughs> I don't mind. I'll leave the uh, sequin ones out. Yeah. No, I'm looking forward to seeing what you bring me back. Yeah, I'm only going to Cornwall. It's fine. I like clotted cream. Okay. All right, fine. Clotted cream it is. Sweet. Maybe I'll bring back some, like, scones and we'll have them during the episode next week. You could bring back some scones. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've got to go being a prick. Right, okay. Right. Sorry. So that's it then. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Um, I hope um, you enjoyed it. and it made you stick around maybe for episode 10. <laughs> yeah, our anniversary edition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right. Thank you very much, everyone. Um, we've been Movie Drone. We and have. Yeah. We'll see you next see week. Next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>